Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, 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 hello. I'm actually recording this in the moment of the no moon on May the 30th. And it's just a little PS. <laughs> uh, or you say PS put at the beginning for the episode that is part of this no moon moment that I taped a couple of days ago and when I was taping it I felt called to speak about sky astrology honoring the work that's been done for so many years and that many souls have joined in this work since a year to become sky astrologers and I spoke about the community of people or souls meeting at this time who feel obviously called to use the term sky astrology And I just wanted to reiterate again with love and non-judgment that I feel in my heart more than anything the responsibility that this very, very small group of souls have. There are millions and millions of people who are still in the program of not understanding the misguided information that is being supported and perpetuated by people from all walks of life and organizations and mainstream media and teachers who teach and certify astrologers using the Western astrology and It really comes down to the language that is used. I listened to one yesterday, which I felt like, oh, I need to have a trigger talk, where she was saying about the Gemini new moon. And then she mentioned what was in the sky. And I've repeated this so many times because this is the key to understanding how false and unguided 
these energies are being presented because that's not what's happening in the sky which makes everything else false so once you introduce something that is false it spoils the rest of your message if Western astrology said this is based on the calculations that we use because we honor where the heavenly bodies were 2,000 years ago then that would make sense then that would be in the integrity of that Western astrologer to say I'm aware and you'd have to be living under a rock not to I'm aware that there's the 13th sign and con, con, what, um, constellation astrology true sidereal astrology sidereal I'm aware of that but we in Western and tropical we use where the heavenly bodies were 2,000 years ago that's living your integrity and I just use that example because it's also about the integrity of these souls who are exploring who are developing and learning however way you want to learn about how to serve the community how to serve those who are searching for more in this lifetime than the program than the material searching for a spiritual connection to our heavenly bodies above and the energies as above and so below in the true way so if you use any particular calculation to form a basis of how you're interpreting it honor the the challenge of waking people up to the true sky when you connect the dots to the method that you're using to what you call it and what you are developing yourself this is a pioneering time there can be a thousand interpretations of the true living visual sky sky astrology true sidereal sidereal there can be a thousand and that's great because there's big pieces of the puzzle that coming together that create a wave where people get it get the wave they feel the force of the true sky of the actual present sky and there's different lenses there's the sky astrology lens there's the sky star keepers lens there's the 13th sign plus lens there's the visual sky lens there's the celestial lens and if you've developed that thank you I honor your 
unique lens. And I also ask you to honor mine, ours, because we have, are a community moving in the methods and philosophies and ideologies and research of over 30 years to develop what we coined Sky Astrology. So thank you for the compliment. And at the same time, I ask you for the greater good of this movement to really bring integrity to what is actually happening above to ground it in below. I invite you to lead with integrity to your unique vision and interpretations of what is happening above and sharing it to the millions of souls who are waiting for your way to express what is happening and how you see it and share it below. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, you know where I am, aka Cloudette on Instagram. Cheerio! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the special edition podcast with your host, Chapeau Claudette, also known as Cloud, because I love clouds and looking up. <laughs> Today is May 29th, 2022. I am in London currently, and here is a podcast, public podcast for everyone who is interested in sky the sky astrology lens on the upcoming new cycle so here we have in our sky that one can actually verify with their eyes we have still powerful powerful energies in the Pisces constellation and these energies are available for those who are conscious of them who are awake to being able to tap in tune in and tune out the noise of this earth plane that actually interferes with this connection. And I mean things like mainstream news, TV, including Netflix, 
all these things are interferers to really getting into the rhythm of the true energetics of this entanglement, if you will, between our earth, the sun, and the moon. One of the reasons why we call this moment after the no moon moment, which is so-called the new moon, after the no moon moment where the moon cannot be seen, as many who have watched the stars for thousands of years and their ancestors have watched the stars and have this connection to the appearance of the crescent as the beginning of the new cycle. So when the crescent appears after the no moon moment, that's the actual beginning of the cycle that we as sky astrologers in the theory and method of sky astrology follow. I have to say that again because I just want to have a little like minute at the beginning and this is because it is a public podcast and I know those who need to hear this are hearing this. So funnily enough I noticed that my first well the first hashtag the first hashtag uh, post that I did, not meaning that I didn't talk about sky astrology before, and that actually I believe I did it. I registered the name in um, May, May 1st, actually, in 20, I don't know, 14, 15. Anyway, but I used it on the 25th of June, 2020, 2015, for the first time in Instagram, Sky Astrology. And like I said, it was based on the sky. Now, it, of course, it's growing. And because I'm teaching people to be of service as Sky Astrologers, it's really important to clarify what the difference is because we for so long have followed a narrative that was false. It's false to say this is happening in the sky and then using tropical and Western sky astrology, I mean, astrology calculation, that is false information. It's false information. And those of us who now are waking up to the sky and what is in the sky and the alignments in the sky have actually the responsibility, if you will, to not only speak the truth that can be seen and verified by those who want to see, but also to speak the truth about the emerging lenses that people have invested a lot of effort, energy into making. And I have to point out um, the two people that I started with, um, with 13 Sign Astrology, who's kind of like this guy was really like crazy stuff, but I listened to him. It was quite interesting. And he's been around for ages. And he has a lot of different lenses on 13 sign astrology. Then there's Raw Goddess, who was the first person I got my um, chart done 
for and had a mini consultation with. And now she's gone on to create, I think it's pretty much her, a 13 house system where there aren't 12 houses, there's 13 to include a focus. And she's been studying and collecting and has an abundance of clients because she's been doing it, I don't know how long. And that works for her and her clients and those that she teach. And that's why she calls it 13 sign astrology and why she's created her own uh, house system. Now, if that's not right, somebody correct me. You can call in or send me a message or whatever. Then there is the true sidereal, which was created by Atim Chimenti. I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name. I do that with everybody. <laughs> Who created his method of uh, looking at the midpoints between particular stars in each constellation and creating a calculation, a whole language, if you will, and um, system program that calculates that for you. And that's true sidereal. That is not sky astrology because there are people who are disrespecting the effort and the clarity and the uniqueness of true sidereal astrology. That and and it's quite sad because there's it's it is truly a effort to uh, wake people up about the false falsities of Western astrology. And I, for a while, was saying, oh, you know, people aren't there yet, and it's just another lens, and let them listen to Western astrology and follow it and everything else. And I still do have that perspective, but up to a certain point, where it's about what are we saying? What is the conscious language? What are you communicating to people? Because we talk, people talk about the age of Aquarius, but what is the work? The work is in actually thinking about community first and yourself second. And when you think about the community first, then you're like, listen, <laughs> if you're following Western astrology, and you hear the language, this is happening in the sky right now. Let me show you what's actually happening in the sky right now because that's not true. Now, I always say if Western astrologers would say, this isn't what's happening in the sky, this is what the calculation that I use calculates for you that's based on what was happening 2000 years ago and doesn't take on that, then that's fine, that's perfect. Then the person is getting the right information and can work with that. And it's just helpful for them wherever they are to wake up to the energetics, the power of the true connection between above and below, which is us. We are electric beings here at this 
pivotal time where we're literally living in the metamorphosis of this shift from the old paradigm to the new. And there's a true uh, tackle going on. I don't like to say F-I-G-H-T, but there is a challenge 24-7 to keep us under a spell, a program that's been running for millennia. And if we want to see in 5,000 years and your soul, because soul is the key word, soul, our soul never dies. And it might be back here in 500 years. Actually, if you don't be doing the work, because <laughs> some people say a lot of people do the work so their soul doesn't come back. And I'm exploring that. That's quite interesting. But hey, if you're not doing the work, you might just end up back here. And so now is the time to do the work. And that starts with putting the community first, putting the concept and the reality that separation is illusion first. That means if something's happening to somebody else, it's happening to you too. When so many people are locked down in Shanghai, it can happen to you. It's happening to you too because it's happening on this earth. It's happening to other living energies, human souls on this um, plane at this time that you're here as well. And everything I see is a gift and I'm gra gracious for the fact that we are censored because that gives me the verification how powerful my voice is, how powerful my posts are. Really? And yeah, that for us to be able to even communicate from one side of the world to another in the blink of an eye is magical. How would we be able to come together as a global community without the internet, like the internet. I listen to Max Egan, who is a phenomenal speaker and visionalist and um, soul for sure, who spoke, speaks about the internet and where it's from. Um, and everything that is thrown at us, to be honest, we can turn it around. And that also is a hint how powerful we are. So I wanted to get that off my chest because also, you know, especially because I have um, over a dozen, over no, over a half a dozen souls at the moment who are preparing to uh, assist those who are waking up to the energetics of, of what's in the sky using a method and a mindset that has taken quite a while and a lot of energy and a lot of sacrifice to create and they've invested in it and i can only uh with love and inspiration put this out there for people to make their own judgment <laughs> Uh, about what what they're doing basically 
consciously doing and how beautiful it is actually when I see um, those who are, yes, maybe inspired by the word sky astrology, maybe inspired by what information I've been sharing in a lonely place since 2015 about what's actually happening in the sky, really literally if I wasn't the first one or a handful of those. And now there's so many and that's great. But do you, do you, if it's galactic, which is great. And I, even one galactic astrologer, oh, I forget her name, but she'll know, you know, has her own method in her own name. And those are finding their way and finding their, their um, methods. So find your method, honor other people's method, and be grateful that more people are looking up. There's millions of people who are looking for the person that resonates with them and you, your personality, your integrity is what they're going to be attracted to if they feel called to be introduced to looking up and leaving the program of the Western Sky Astrology. So that is, I got that off my chest with love and understanding. I hope, and I hope I see change because a change, we are in the middle of true change. So what we want to look at before we look at what's happening tomorrow at 1230 GMT time, which would be four in the morning already PST time. And you can of course complete the other time zones is that we have the, our sun and the moon <laughs> uh, coming together in a very powerful position to the fixed star Aldebaran, which is the eye of the bull, which is, you know, very powerful um, story that I heard and that I experienced as well um, because I speak German and I lived in Germany for ooh, 11 years and I went to live there I went to live in well I went to visit in Germany I didn't plan on staying but I ended up staying I left America on April 16th and April 16th showed up again today and I almost fell off my chair in the middle of a post that's what I was talking about if you read my post that I have to say that my first astrology book ever that literally I think I have like single pages kind of torn up and wiltered it must have been when I first got my 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 sky done with my astrology chart back then by my astrologer Lenore Cantor and that was back in the 80s it's you know close to it's not 40 years yet but it's definitely more than 35 36 years oh well actually did I buy the book I don't re I remember reading that book I wish I knew I have to figure it out anyway it's a long time ago and um just brief is that 
when um, I discovered about Void of Moon, I was born during Void of Moon, Moon, and I somehow, it must have been in the internet time after that I eventually wrote or contacted Debbie Campton Smith, who, um, bless her, uh, passed, transitioned in February 2018, um, about Void of Moon. And back in the day, people wrote letters and she sent me a letter all the way to Berlin um, sharing about the Void of Moon and her son's uh, void of moon position as well and today when I wanted to preference that in my post I wanted to look to see who to tag and I was looking you know is she on Instagram or you know some agent of hers on Instagram and I came across in just the Google search as you do the birth date of her and it was April 16th what what during the void of moon a void of moon that's a whole nother story it was during mercury aligned with Pallades call it what it is mercury retrograde and I know these times are magical times and it showed me right then and there how magical it was and for those of you didn't know my story um, maybe you want to find out because it's the reason why I'm a sky astrologer today when I was able to actually um, prove my past lives plural because they were people whose lives were somewhat documented and uh, the latest one that I know of is Charlotte Solomon who is a artist and was a forgotten artist but we actually lived in the same street in Berlin and she was a German she was born in Germany she was Jewish she's killed in Auschwitz and it's warum die Leute sagen immer ich kann so natürlich einfach Deutsch sprechen und die sind immer überrascht dass ich so uh, gemütlich uh, mich ausdrücke und uh, die Sprache sprechen kann and what I just said is that people most German people they always ask how is it that you learn to speak such good German <laughs> Even though I only spent one month in the Berlitz school, it's, I found out for sure in 2019-ish that it's because in the last life I was speaking German, period. And yes, there's so many connections to that. It's just beyond. And to get another one today because Debbie Campton Smith was like my Bible, literally. I carried it around all the time. And this is before, this was like before I went to Germany. This is before anything, everything. It's like universe. Oh, universe. Wow. So grateful. So grateful. And, you know, to talk about that in context of what's happening now is that Neptune and Jupiter and until just a couple of days ago Venus and now Mars are all in Pisces and not just saying oh what is Pisces Pisces is the grandmother of the Yonis it is the true spiritual home 
and energy of what is not visible on this earth plane, but what is active, what is alive, what is truly alive, and what the re-entry of Neptune brought, which was coincidentally last year, April 16th, 2021, and then has went retrograde and then went back this year is that this spiritual world is coming online like it did 166 years ago, like nobody's business. When you are open, and even when you're not open, your dreams are probably off the chart. I know when we had a dream workshop, our dreams were off the chart and a whole bunch of things happened. And so, it's an incredible time to bring that true energy of the invisible to balance the physical challenges that we are we've been living in globally together. Okay? And even that's a clue. We've been living with the COVID brought a first situation ever in our lifetimes where it affected us globally. So how do we react? How do we go from here? What have we learned? That we have to react globally, which means we have to keep our eye on what's happening in Shanghai. Because what is hap has happened, what the universe wants to show us is that this is a global awakening. Every bit of the earth plane and is, is in fact impacted by this. And perhaps every bit of the spirit world, thank goodness for timing, is coming online here. And I truly believe to assist us, my, my, I'm getting swelling in my head, you know, like when the blood raises up and you get chills, it's confirmation. Let me just take a minute in gratitude to all those ancestors, spirits, souls who now have another view of our present moment. Maybe for sure, not maybe, understand, I would hope. some particulars that would assist us here, this moment, this pivotal moment, where we are slowly awakening to the truth of our energetic cells. So let's talk about where we were and where we're going. And just also 
look at the repeating days that we've had these cycles of the beginning of the cycle and the full illumination. So as I say in Sky Astrology, we say New Earth because at the moment of the no moon, it's just a exchange between fire, the sun, and our earth, which of course embodies so much water, our emotions. And when the entanglement between fire and earth, we have the evaporation, the movement of the waters of the earth into rising into the air or becoming that air and air of course is the thought process the ideas a new way to look at the things so going back to last month at the end of April we had a conjunction also of Jupiter and this one, we also have a conjunction of Jupiter. The first time we had the conjunction, it was Venus and Jupiter at five degrees of Pisces um, on the 30th of April. And this time we have Jupiter and Mars conjunct in Pisces as well. And what I like to see in this case is what, is the connection between Venus and Mars. I mean, we all know like men are from Mars, women from Venus, this, you know, program, <laughs> this uh, kind of theory about interpersonal relationships. But Venus and Mars, of course, this year, just focusing astronomically, were moving together in the sky. And I keep saying, eh, this year's about Venus. We started the year with Venus slowing down. She was in retrograde. And because she was in retrograde, it was actually made it possible for her to join up with Mars in Sagittarius. And also align at some point with Pluto, which is still in Sagittarius. And Sag um, Pluto in Sagittarius and Mercury in Taurus are really where the action is happening between those two points for quite some time now, right? It's a certain term in Western astrology that um, expresses when, especially, I think it's even more known in Vedic anyway, where everything's on one side of the sky, which they say, oh, that's challenging. But everything is challenging. I don't kind of, um, you know, sign up for that. What I'm looking is why, question why. And when we look at the fact that back in April, Mercury was in the pre-shadow phase. So it wasn't yet retrograde, but it was going over the point where it would then be retrograde like it is now. And Pluto was retrograde, was it? Or I think, no, because in my calculation, Pluto was stationary. That's right, was not retrograde until May. Um, 
the beginning of May around the couple of days out from when Mercury went retrograde. But the fact is when the planet is retrograde, it's slowing down. So, you know, it wants to impact something, of course. Pluto, what is it impacting? Nothing that's going to be easy if you would like to, you know, kind of express it that way. There's some very deep and I like to call it cellular changes that are coming about. And the Mercury is there beautifully aligned, even though they, you know, are in this these two different constellations that are of different elements, fire and um, earth. This is an invitation for us to embody the fire because we know we can be the alchemist here. We can be the alchemist when we wake up to the little dots the universe is showing us. So the dots the universe is showing us between April the 30th and May the 30th is that Venus and Mars who were moving together in February in Sagittarius over this point of Pluto, which has been a big part of the whole COVID thing, and where Venus was together with Jupiter at the last new cycle on the 30th of April, and now Mars is together with Jupiter there. And what Jupiter represents is the Pluto in Sagittarius. So, what can that say about the community, right? The big picture and doing the work for the longevity, for the ideas that we have for a better world, a better time here globally on this earth plane at this time and maybe even for you what decisions can you make with the informations that you have during the beginning of these new cycles right that you can use to bring about a deeper cellular change in your life and we have also at this uh, new moon moment also known as new earth and the no moon moment we have the sun and the moon as I said in Aldebaran and these this star was first thought it's just one star. I mean, like they said, they thought things were one star or whatever, but it's actually two stars. And actually some people, like I was talking about Germany, there was this thought that um, actually there are um, heavenly bodies around one of the stars that they didn't talk about before, I think is Aldebaran B. And the fact is that there are, well, you know, like everything else is like, you know, hypothesis, but all these dots, this is just another dot, 
to connect because where there's smoke, I say there is fire. And this is not just any old star, right? And what has been happening on the stage in Davos, which has been happening in Davos for 50 years, are agendas that are challenging the organic integrity of mankind. And you know that we know we've been living that on a day-to-day -day basis. But when we are conscious of that, what can we use to navigate during these times. And I, in my humble opinion, see the spirit, just like maybe CERN looking for the God particle, right? What does God mean? What is the power of source? Just even I have a challenge with the word God. So what does this source, this energy that is bigger than the word description have? What could it be if we are experiencing this, uh, the validity of the non-physical world energy sphere space at this time this is the invitation that i believe can bring balance because this year is about balance and harmony it's about venus when you balance your energies where you're given attention to if you're given attention to the fear and the programs and you were not aware to or you weren't told to now you can't say you weren't told to because I'm telling you this in the podcast that there is just as a valid spiritual life abundant around us that is not visible with our illusion of the five senses okay but they are there they are there and they making themselves seen for those who are open who are curious to tune in and funnily enough and I'm getting these goosebumps again is that we all have a connection to these there's not one of us that doesn't it all comes back to our DNA, our stardust DNA. We are all human beings, the organic ones, as Ralph Smart says. Mac Egan talks about because, you know, some of them, like he said, they don't seem organic or, you know, so-called human. But most of us are. <laughs> most of us are. Probably 99 point, that's a 99%. <laughs> so when you just consciously 
wake up to not everything you see is as it is and does shouldn't take dominance over your life and that you have also within you within your cells within your power within your mind within your vision within your thought process within your ancestry within your loved ones within the spirits of those who love you within the spirit of those who love the uniqueness of the earth experience on this abundant and beautiful mother earth that now is at a point that this is actually being challenged by those who have shown only to disrespect this beautiful earth plane, this life, the reason that we are able to survive on natural food, not artificial food, not GMO food, right? We're gonna bring this back. That's what Aquarius is about. We got 500 years and so when you come back, if you won't come back and if you don't come back maybe your kids come back somebody's coming back probably in the spirit maybe they're gonna say oh yeah there was a time I just played in my mind the other day oh there was a time where earth was attacked by these non-organic beings who was turning everything into non-organic it was turning it into a non-organic ecosystem and everything we ate the air everything what had artificial properties to it and it was really took a long time but slowly mankind woke up that that she we us he actually embodied the power to change the trajectory. And when they realize that, just by realizing it, things began to balance themselves out. And in the balance, then we can see clear when we're trying to survive and pull up the other side that's too heavy. We're focusing on doing that we can't see. We take baby steps to balance. Take baby steps to be curious about the spiritual world. Take baby steps to be curious about what's happening beyond your front door or beyond your country and take baby steps to care to take baby steps to think things through and not digest a narrative given to you as a program to take the baby steps to turn off the tv and the netflix the holly weird to take baby steps 
to be curious about what happened when the world stopped for you what did it change did you love spending time with your children at home what were the good things that came out of that these are the baby steps we can take to slowly bring a little bit more weight to the things that are magical to the essence of this life that is not just the physical, that is the spiritual. And this is how I see the Venus and the Mars, if you say, the masculine, the feminine, right? The Jupiter alignment. In this month, that so much has happened from you know, change a war in Ukraine, a monkeypox, um, <laughs> Davos, floods all over the world, uh, attacks in Nigeria, Shanghai, deals being under the table, people dying. Even I had knowledge of um, a friend who was twice vaccinated and a booster we weren't in contact with, I don't think he would have listened to me had a random heart attack in the middle of the street and passed away all these things are showing us it's not hidden it's in plain sight and just to be curious well why did that happen is the first step we can take because there's a road ahead and Mercury, every time Mercury goes retrograde, I see clear. I see more dots coming up. And this has happened in this space of Taurus this time. It didn't go to Gemini. It was in the Mother Earth space of Taurus. In this Earth plane space of Taurus. Giving us tactile information. And aligning with the Pallades, which Pallades, in my understanding of putting together the different cultures around the world, is looking to see what the plan should be down the road. They would look to the Pallades to see what the weather was going to be like, so they would know how to prepare for what was going to happen later on in their harvest. Perhaps if we're curious to use also that method in our personal lives, but also for the greater good, for mankind, for humankind, for our organic selves, for our ancestors. Yes, that's what I appreciate about these codes of Jupiter aligning this time in May with Mars. And also for Chiron to be part of this connection as well. Because at the full opposition, just was two weeks ago, we had Venus contact Chiron, which is the healer. 
which is the key to healing. The key to healing is in Pisces, is in the spiritual realm. There is a key that is coming online because all of Pisces is coming online thanks to the return of not only Neptune, but Jupiter as well for the whole year. And so that's why it's so important to look up and to understand the difference between Jupiter being an Aries and Jupiter actually where it is amongst the stars of Pisces and Cetus. Because this is a very powerful space. This is the in the 12th even in the Western 12th um, house in Sky Astrology. It's the zero experience. It's the womb space. It's the magical space. Magic is made, is, is, is um, exercised in 10 months in the womb where the life creation comes from, complete with all the bits and bobs and fingerprints, toenails, eyes, hair, in 10 months. It takes sometimes 10 months just to decorate a house. It takes more than 10 months to build one sometimes. But the magic of creation, the magic of life, and this zero experience in the space of the fish brings us the fetus, the cetus, that is proof that there's magic. A reminder that there's magic. Cetus is the reminder that there is magic. And so as we here are here and the Venus is now for this current no moon moment in Satari's as we go on and tell about why Satari's um, is I express that enough times is that we have Venus in the crowning in the head of Aries. Aries connected to the head, Pisces connected to the feet. That's a drop that I got when one of my community people, Teresa Tending Earth, said, Cetus Fetus. And you can't unsee this fetus. If you just think, if everything is just there to invite you to be curious. And by inviting you to be curious, something happens in your cells. Maybe they wake up in memory. Try it, especially at this new earth cycle 
in the no moon moment where you can reflect. The moon's not there, it's not online. You are the reflector. You are the reflector. And Mercury is really standing still by degree, not exactly slowing down, but will within the beginning of this new cycle. When these heavenly bodies slow down, it's just an invitation to make sure you get the message that they're bringing. So I'm thanking Mercury for bringing this message of the spirits all around you are spirits child they live in the earth the water the stars listen when you look up you will begin to align with the energies of these stars. I don't know who had that beautiful phase of all around you are spirits, but thank you. Whoever said that, I quote you and I honor you. And thank you all for listening to this quite evolved, long 51 minute podcast being shared to my community first. Thank you for supporting Sky Astrology. Lots of love from me. Wishing you all a beautiful moment. Until next time. Well, actually, there's going to be, I'm releasing two podcasts. There's one that I should have released a while ago, but I kind of got held back technically. And another one that I recorded this week was very powerful by the founder of the Pussy Circle, Miss Natty Flannery. Very uh, powerful interview. So watch out for that. Subscribe to the channel, especially on Apple, because it helps to introduce more people to Sky Astrology. Share the love. Lots of love for me. Take care of yourselves. Cheerio.